Welcome to a very special Halloween episode. We are the SideQuest Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on this spooky evening. I am joined, as always, by Justin and Jeff. Gentlemen, let's go around. How are we doing on this very special spooky episode? Feeling spooky. I'm also feeling spooky, so I'm glad that Jeff is feeling spooky. And he looks spooky. And he's ready for spooks. Can we say Eric, spooks are anymore? You feeling spooky? I I'm, think you can. I'm feeling super spooky tonight. This, I mean, honestly, we've been kind of culminating up to this very episode all month. I mean, our first episode was October 1st and the very start of Spooktober. And now, sadly, it's coming to an end. It's, uh, you know, October 30th and tomorrow's Halloween. So, uh, very sad. You know, I feel like everybody listening to this podcast so far is like, do is all they talk about like Halloween, 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 and random shit? Well, the answer is yes, but also seasonal. <laughs> so, well, it is the season. Like, we have three months of three back to back to back massive holidays. Right. But why do we start with the best one? And then it just goes downhill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Christmas is the like worst holiday for you. It's, no, it's not the worst. It's just that's the pinnacle. I don't know. It's not as it's not as fun. There's not the bonfires, the weather, the the spooky stuff, the horror movies. It's just all jolly and kind of very hallmarky. Well, the best. Well, you've obviously never seen Santa's sleigh starring Bill Goldberg. Is that on the hallmark no. channel? But I'll definitely keep that off my list. <laughs> I'll let you got it on DVD. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> so this yeah, is not really enthusiastic about Christmas. So yeah, we're not quite it's there yet. We've got enough. we've got a couple days. It's not November first yet. So everybody, calm down. Christmas, you're we press the red button. Uh, and what we're going to talk about tonight is pretty much everything Halloween. You know, we, there's so many different topics and discussion points. There's going to be a lot of fun side questions going on, some from fans, which we're happy you guys participated. So thanks so much for going to our page and asking questions, poking at us, messaging us, letting us know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about. So please continue to follow, like, subscribe, and give us all the feedback. We're This is episode number nine. We have no clue what the fuck we're doing most of the time. So let us know if it's too long, too short, too big, too round, too fat, too hairy, too whatever. And we will be sure to slim down and, uh, you know, help. But uh, never too spooky. Yeah. Well, it can never be too spooky. So well, we're not we're not a spook podcast. So if we have to shave some of the spook off, we can do that. Yeah. So let's let's if we need to, we can trim it down. But um, speaking of not trimming it down, let's talk about one of our first topics of the night. I think it's an easy topic to just dive right into Halloween, which is uh, Halloween candy. Uh, growing up. I don't know what some of your favorites were. I know what some of mine are, but maybe growing up through the years, like what were some of your favorite candies growing up, getting in your, you know, little pumpkin, plastic pumpkin thing growing up as a little kid in your, um, you know, plastic <laughs> your that shitty old plastic pumpkin. The super shitty one. Here. Yeah, that's probably one still, night. Exactly. Uh, pillowcases when you're in your teens and whatever, you know, however much or however long you trick or treated, but. Justin, let's start with you. I know besides egging cars and egging houses, I'm sure you spent some time eating candy. So what were some of your go-tos? <laughs> yes, I, I did eat me some candy. I'm a fan of anything peanut butter based. So Reese's and Butterfinger were definitely my jam. Ooh, that's a good one. Jeff, what about you? I was always needed the, the Milky Ways. Love the Milky Ways. Um, I don't know. I wasn't big Reese's till I got older. But uh, anytime there's a Milky Way, or if you get the king size ones, you know, there's a few of those neighbors that would be like, oh, we know you, you're special. Here's a giant Milky Way. I was and then you were like, yes. And then you went home and you ate it all and got sick. <laughs> Jeez. I wasn't a huge chocolate fan. I, I went always more for the sour stuff. Like, give me the Sour Patch Kids. Give me anything right, that'll destroy them. my tongue. Or Warheads. Like, you can't go wrong with a good Warhead where it just destroys your mouth and your tonsils or whatever starts whenever you get that sour taste in your mouth like those were the best yeah i don't know how you eat that stuff i remember when we were little we go around by your parents house and go in the neighborhood and then we come back and like trade them be like i don't want any of the sour or sweet stuff and then you're like i don't want any chocolate yeah and it worked out in the end 
Yeah, it was a whole like stock market after you uh, go out and get your haul of candy. And I think some of the best, <laughs> some of the, some of the best parts too, which kind of sucks nowadays because trick or treating is only from like four fifteen to like six forty five in most neighborhoods. It's, it's super shitty. I just feel bad for the kids. But growing up, like it was like three o'clock or three thirty until most places were like ten o'clock at night, and then yeah, you'd go terrible. to the and then you go to the unincorporated places after that, the cooler places. Like by me, yeah, yeah, and exactly. Then it was just free rain. So wait, wait, wait! You guys started trick or treating in the daylight. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I grew up, where I grew up, trick or treats didn't start till the sun went down. Oh, you missed out on a lot of candy. No, yeah, we were yeah, out yeah, until yeah, 10, 11, eleven midnight yeah, still. Yeah. But I feel no. Like... Halloween did not start till the sun went down when I was a kid. Mm, I feel like you missed out though, because the first big haul would come before the sun even went down. Like we would go back to the house and dump like the giant pillowcase full of candy on the on the carpet and then just run back yep. out. I and also imagine that both of you had your parents waiting for you at the bottom of the driveway. Oh, easily, yeah. They well, had yeah. <laughs> and then as we got older, we would do the neighborhood during the day and then we'd come back by me where it was unincorporated and then we were just we would just run till like, yeah, like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, if your light was on, which, I mean, most houses have their lights on at night, we would go up and ring your doorbell. So it was hit or miss, but, you know, obviously in Jeff's neighborhood or near his neighborhood, uh, most of those houses had, like, the king-size candy bars or, like, they would just give you, like, a 12-pack of Coke or something. It's <laughs> like, like here. here you go. We just go through the pantry, hun. let Let's see what we got. They just come out with, like, a whole case of soup. Like, thanks. Yeah. And now it's kind of sad that we're adults and we can't trick or treat anymore. So we just have these crazy adult themed Halloween parties, which is just as fun. But it'd be fun to kind of get a good start, get treats and then come back and then party. Yeah, maybe you could start a group, Jeff, like adults who still want to trick or treat. And, and just see how far that gets you and not not get arrested. And you're like, hey, what's up? I don't like some some sweets please dude that's what parents do though like a lot of parents they they trick-or-treat and they bring drinks with them and they sit at the bottom of the driveway and they get drunk while little johnny gets a little coconut joy this was literally eric's parents house yeah i mean it was just how it was and they were having a blast we're like why are they having fun they're not getting any candy. Well, we know why they're having fun. Yeah. Now. Why does everybody all of a sudden have a thermos? Is everybody just a coffee drinker? I don't understand. Why are we still here at midnight on a school night and <laughs> yeah. they're still talking and we're children? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and that's always been the case. Like, I think that's why parents also love, you know, trick-or-treating with their kids. But, you know, us that are now kind of at home, I don't know. Do you guys actually hand out candy when Halloween comes around or are you just kind of not not into it normally i'm never there because i'm always at some halloween party or something i'm all for handing out candy and like encouraging but at least if worst case scenario put a bowl out with a sign that says please take one yeah that's what i've been doing just because i get home from work at like six o'clock at night and so by that time most kids are already either out of the neighborhood or done with it or they're getting yelled at to go back home because there's only 45 minutes left of trick-or-treating nowadays instead of... I hate that there's a time limit. That's such bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. When did that start? I don't know. I feel like like some people ruined it for all people. Like, I feel like there was this period of time where growing up until maybe high school, like even in high school, I felt like back in the early or mid-2000s, we were able to still go out and trick-or-treat even though, you know, we didn't really do it. It wasn't cool anymore. Like, we were 16, 17, and it was more like, you know, finding places to go throw a pumpkin or something uh, and, and, like, drink the Fagos and just get high on candy or sugar <laughs> or pixie sticks or something, you know. So it wasn't really, like, that bad anymore. But then I feel like I went to college and I came back and all the rules changed or something. Well, now they can't even do the they can't dress up in school. That was a couple of years ago. Remember, we used to do that. And that was like when you were little, it was like, oh, I get to show off my cool costume in the whole class. Yeah. And, and I, uh, I just got the new Power Rangers glove. So when I hit my hands together, it says it's morphin' time. Like, I couldn't wait. Mighty Morphin' Power Rangers. <laughs> just do that on a normal day. 
Yeah, I know. I could. And I think, you know, some schools still might do that, but I think most of them now just don't, uh, which is a which is a bummer. Um, and especially this year. Like, this year is going to suck regardless. Um, but I, it seems like there's some creative ways people are still trying to get candy out to the kids, like leave it out in the yard or put on a stick or, I don't know, leave it in a bowl of sanitizer and just please take one, but they got to, like, bob for it. I don't know. Something... Something weirds this year going on, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can bounce back from it. Well, speaking of this oh, year, we have, we have uh, quite the interesting plans for for our little Halloween get together. Yeah, and uh, a little a little theme that we've we've come up with. <laughs> yes, is uh, you want to tell a little bit about it? No, you you teed it up. You take I that shot. It up. <laughs> Teed it up. Table for two. <laughs> yeah, so um, what I'm excited about this year, I've never done this before since, you know, we all have to kind of do our small groups and know, you know, the bars and stuff, so we had to be creative. Um, our little group's going to do uh, dress up as the cast of Shit's Creek, minus our one friend Dave. <laughs> He's going to be a mad scientist. But um, I'm pretty excited about this. I don't think we've ever done a group, um, you know, costume thing. I think this is the first time. It is the first time as a group that we're doing a symphony orchestra costume of awesome. Yeah, I really can't wait because I just started watching the show. Which is bananas. Four days ago, and we're already (laughs) on like a, a season four almost. So it is a good show. I'm enjoying it, and I see where a lot of folks have talked about it, how great it is. And I can't wait to dress up. And I'm I'm just thinking back, like I haven't done too many group costumes before, but one that stands out to me. I don't know if you guys have done this with other groups or college or whatever, but we did uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple one year at college, and it was really badass. We had like 12 people. Everybody dressed up, had their shirts, had their helmets, had the gold coins. We had Olmec. Um, it's just such a fun time. It's just great. I to remember like... that T-shirt, though. The T-shirt you got, you wore that for a good 10 years after. <laughs> yeah. Holes were developing in it. It's like, yeah. Eric, I think I think you got to retire the shirt. I know. No, it's still in his rotation. Come on. <laughs> it's still there. And, you know, of course, the, the one out of, you know, 15,000 people that I bump into when I'm wearing it, like, oh, green monkeys. Awesome. And that's about it. Uh, but it's, I love it. It's I love a, it's, a, it's a very soft uh, cosplay, daily cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Daily cosplay. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Have you guys done daily pretty... cosplay? pretty excited about um about what everyone's gonna look like so that i think that's what i'm more curious about is we know who's playing each character but uh i have no idea how i uh, anyone's gonna look and i'm sure people who will check on our social media will see many photos and videos of us through the night but yeah uh, i think i'm most curious on how justin's gonna pull off uh roland it's gonna be so great (laughs) I've I've got all the materials that I need to pull it off. I've got everything down to a T. Uh, I'm very excited. The only thing I can't I, I don't know what I, I won't spoil anything, but I'm gonna look very shit and good. <laughs> and I think and Eric have the bushy eyebrows going. Yeah, I can't wait to I, I think that's the other best part about Halloween is like the people that really embody the character, even though you might not be good at it at all. Just even just trying and putting on that act and just like for one day, one night, you're just completely embodied into uh, That's been that so much world. Fun about Halloween. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. We're going to do a bonfire. We're going to eat some candy. We're going to get tummy aches. Uh, and we're going to reenact some of our favorite scenes. Yeah. We're gonna hell yeah. Them. Which I'm sure, which we will, uh, I think Eric, we're going to put on social media. Oh, easily. So yeah. Make sure you follow us on Halloween. To start seeing some some ridiculous stuff. Yeah, so if you're bored, if you got nothing going on, check us out live or just catch us the next day at SideQuest Pod. We'll post it everywhere. You can't miss it. We'll spam you, just like we've been doing this whole trip. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to just get together, have another, you know, this is what, weekend number three in a row, where I don't know if yeah, any other fun. groups really kind of pull this stuff off. It's great to just build up to the the culmination of halloween and i felt like and i think 
I mentioned this in the last episode, where it's like Halloween almost feels sometimes like it's over because we celebrate it since October 1st, like every day. Um, but I don't know. It's just a very fun time of year. Very spooky yeah, we time. We made the best of it this year, yeah. um, regardless of stuff. But that's what's great because it's outdoor stuff. So most everything stayed open for what we were trying to do. So I think we really lived it up this year. Hell yeah, we did. Halloween, and I, I can't wait till next year. Yeah, great point. Yeah, me neither. Oh my gosh, so many topics to talk about. We talked about a lot of good stuff so far. I'm just curious, are you guys big, um, let's say pumpkin carvers, but mostly pumpkin seed eaters? I don't know why I don't really see pumpkin seeds a lot anymore. Do you guys go get in on that? So yeah, this past weekend I had my niece in, and we carved pumpkins. Nice. And uh, I haven't done that in a few years, so that was kind of fun to, to do that with her. They came in town, and uh, they're sitting on the front porch, and they're all lit up, and they look pretty spooky. I think I think her and I did a pretty good job. What were the uh, what are the themes? What'd you carve? Uh, you know, jack o' lanterns. Just, <laughs> just your typical, just triangles typical, and squares and teeth. Te- te- <laughs> hers was very triangly, and mine is kind of a. I don't know, some spooky pumpkin ghost. Not really sure, but um, they turned out pretty well. We did a, we did a good job. It was fun. She did uh, want to make uh, pumpkin seeds, but uh, no one no one ate them because we never cooked them. Because I think you have to bake them. Yeah, You do have to bake them. You have to season them. You have to wash them off and dry them. It's a process, but if you do it, it's so worth it. I'm yeah, a massive pumpkin her... seed fan. Yeah, she put it in her little... Um, play kitchen set and i was like that's not really cooked <laughs> you <laughs> put it around this plastic bowl here eat them all done it was like yeah. okay that's not how it works <laughs> oh my gosh that's great yeah i i haven't carved a pumpkin yet this year uh, i'm slacking a little bit but i do plan on having at least one pumpkin carved by the time you guys come on saturday uh and Ooh, have some pumpkin seeds oh, now i'm excited Ooh. to see what you're gonna create and then of I course like we this. toss in the fire because that's what adults do we we're done with the pumpkin and we sacrifice it back to the uh halloween gods for a mm-hmm. for the closing ceremony so we praise you we praise you praise you with all of the light yeah i can't wait to see I'm, I'm excited just to see all the clever costumes like on social media not that we you know, sometimes when we go out to the bars, it's cool when you bump into folks that like just have really good ideas and they're really funny. And of course, browsing uh, websites like Reddit or something. Um, I'm excited just to see what costumes people are going to pull off this year. I guarantee there's going to be tons of like, we've already talked about this a little bit, but like Fauci and uh, COVID and doctors and nurses and just these one Tiger, Tiger King. Uh, but I'm just excited to like kind of creep along on uh, November 1st to see what all the costumes were from yesterday. And uh, yeah, I like checking out all the costumes. Inspiration. Aww, it's cool. Yeah, aren't you cute? Yeah. Yeah. Cute as a pumpkin. I think that's the phrase, yeah. right? <laughs> we'll, we'll let you go with it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> we'll that. We'll give it to you for this. We'll give it to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to think back. We talked a little bit about costumes growing up. Like, what were what were some really memorable like costumes you felt like you just pulled off so well? Like, this was your top costume of all time. Is there one that comes to mind? Well, I think we talked in the last episode uh, when Scream came out the the Scream co- Scream costume. I remember just loving that thing, and just I wore it like two years in a row. I think I pulled it off, you know, pretty well. There's not much to it, but uh, I remember that one. I don't know why that one sticks out the most. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, that's that. I mean, that was probably like yeah, one of the first years it came out, right? Like back in 1995 or six. And I'm, yep. tr- I'm trying to think. I feel like I really enjoyed dressing up as Ace Ventura that one year, and I know we oh, posted yeah. a couple I mean, pictures yeah. of that. I don't know. I just really enjoyed taking on that character and having the full costume, and I felt like that was definitely one of my top costumes of all time. I think that's when I did my uh, first kind of dip in my toes in the cosplay with Jack Sparrow. Yeah. She did Jack Sparrow for like six years in a row, man. Well, it was expensive to make. So I had a, you know, you only wear this thing once a year. You added like um, a, a new jewel to your dreads every year. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. fun. 
And it took you a while to get into that, didn't it? Like an hour yeah. or so? Or two? Yeah, it takes, uh, yeah, it takes a while. Not as long as my uh, my new cosplay, but uh, yeah, it um, took a bit. Yeah. Justin, what about you? What was your favorite? Like you, you just nailed it. What was your costume? As a kid, so uh, I'm going to trump Jeff, and I'm going to say that in 1994, I dressed up as Ghostface because those costumes were on the rack before the movie Scream came out. And I actually dressed in that costume before the movie came out. So I'm a little OG to Jeff. <laughs> you knew. I knew it was coming. Um, and nobody else. And I still have the original mask. It glows yeah, in the dark. Thought. Yeah. And we, we, it was on Halloween. It was on display. Uh, but it, it was there. But I definitely think that I got into, as an adult, more of the dressing up as Jeff Goldblum characters for movies. And I've done Life Aquatic and Jurassic Park and Independence Day. I have not done the fly yet, but I would love to. Yeah. I love that I'd you've just that. I love that you've taken that on as like a, a personal just <laughs> vendetta. Like you have to do that. And I'm I'm so so glad you do because the Thank you. You nail them every time. I appreciate that. Hats Which off. is why I'm so excited to see the rolling this weekend. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. I'm really pumped for it. That's uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pivot here a little bit. We've got a fan side question, and it's spooky related, Halloween related, somewhat. Um, and it's from Uncle Steve. So shout out to my Uncle Steve. He actually messaged me asking what this whole podcast thing was about, and I kind of explained <laughs> it to him. And uh, so I don't know if he's listening or not, but if he does, this was his question. This was just right off the bat about the Halloween episode. He asked, uh, what's scarier, fast zombies or slow zombies? You know, thinking World War Z or Walking Walking Dead. And I'm like, wow, that's a great question. I got to add that to the Halloween episode. So, I don't know. Jeff, let's start with you. What, in your mind, from all the movies and TV that you watched, which zombie do you think is scarier and why? Uh, The fast zombies, for sure. And there's a particular clip or scene in... um... I forgot which one of the newer um, World series. War Z. Not World War Z. Those were CGI and were <laughs> terrible. Um, and that's not how any of that would work. Um, again, going back to CGI ruining horror films. But um, it was, what was the 18 Days or what was that movie called? 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. It was a sequel to that. And the beginning. weeks later. Yeah, 28. Yeah. And uh, the beginning of that movie is just horrifying and intense they're at this little cottage in somewhere in england and they start to hear them come and they are running and they are trying to run away from them to this little paddle boat and the scene is intense and the music is intense and it's i don't know it's just when i saw that it's in the daytime it's just horrifying and one guy trips and that's it he's down and they're on him like that Hmm. And uh, I think the fast ones, the slow ones, yeah, I, they're creepier, but you can pretty much get away from or shoot them. The fast ones, you got to watch out. All right. Good good points. Justin, what about you? What do you think scarier? So I think that we have to break it down a little bit further and discuss what the OG zombie movie Night of the Living Dead did and what it accomplished and what it set up because – when you think logistically about a zombie and who they are and what they're capable of doing, their limbs and their tendons are not frozen the way that they are. They're a lot faster when they first turn into a zombie and they slowly delve into like this slower, uh, uh, archaic almost mummy-like sense of the way that they approach. So obviously the, the faster zombies are scarier but the slower zombies are more seasoned. They're more professional in their killing.
I, I think the fast ones are scarier just because they're faster. But then you have to reference something like Resident Evil, where even when you chop off the legs or shoot off the knees of a zombie, they're still crawling at you. So the slow ones are very frightening. It's it's a tough question. Yeah, I think I don't know. That's it's a tough. You're right. It's a tough question to answer. I think a part of me when I watch like Jeff, like you said, when you just hear it coming and all of a sudden like shit hits the fan and cars are crashing and you just see a horde of them coming at you. Like that's absolutely terrifying. Like you shit your pants terrified. I feel like there is a deeper scare that comes from thinking you got away and thinking you're safe and you kind of start slowly rebuilding. And then all of a sudden there's these scratches on the walls or scratches at the door and then you just see a whole field of them and you know like it's going to be really tough getting through there or they're just going to start chewing away at you as soon as they you know get a grasp on you so i i'm really torn with this question um i i feel like you know you get the re- the sweet release of death from the quick ones and it's not as scary like if you just like lay low or if you just like fall on the street like yeah you're done it's over like the slow ones i feel like it's a really big build-up and i hate referencing the walking dead because of what it turned into but um you know like that show was a bit freaky because of how safe they felt and how secluded they were and then all of a sudden like somebody just gets their neck bitten out of nowhere because the zombie you can't hear them they're a little bit slower there's no loud noises happening so i don't know that's my take on it. I also like the whole you know the start of the zombie apocalypse when they're just realizing it's happening uh, I think is pretty terrifying. Um, it was the one with Dawn of the Dead at the beginning. She's just, you know, they're in their house and it's fine. She goes to sleep, wakes up, and then is being attacked. Yes. And then she's running out to the car. It's The ones in the house is just chasing her out. She's driving. Helicopters are falling out of the sky. Two cars are colliding and exploding. <laughs> the music's eerie and it's just pulling back. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, this is horrible. Yeah, that's a that's a good 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 question, Uncle Steve. You 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 got a humdinger right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I you know I think uh, it's it's hard to follow up with that question. I, there's so many movies and TV shows that that go into that stuff, and you know I don't know what that next third phase of like zombies will be. Uh, that's not like a musical or something comedic or a spoof, but hopefully there's some good ones that come in the future. Because I was a I was a big fan of Walking Dead until I don't know season three or four or whenever it sucked. Shit, I lasted one episode of that series and then crap shat that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I think both zombies and vampires are in line for the next generation of horror resurgence because they were big in the early 2010s. Everything from Twilight to Warm Bodies, um, which people ate up and they loved. But there hasn't really been much, but there's like an underground cackling of people that they are... Kinda, yeah, they go back into the coffin and then they come out, you know, some years later and <laughs> they have and, their rebirth. Almost like Lestant does in um, Queen of the Damned, where, you know, kind of comes back out to a new era. And we're not, we're not yet there, so maybe post-corona there'll be like the next great... A zombie movie that can happen. Well, Robert Pattinson's in the new Batman, so I can't wait to see that cross crossover film. <laughs> Where he's sparkling under the mask. He's a real vampire. He's uh, an actual. Yeah, I mean, he's the Batman in a bat suit. Yeah, the Batman. He's a vampire, so <laughs> I can't wait. Batman. Can't wait. Just you got to imagine there's people out there that are going into that movie thinking it's going to be like a crossover film that have no clue. They didn't do any research. They don't know who the Batman is. Yeah, definitely. You're you're one of the two people. <laughs> I can't. I'll start a group. <laughs> Shout at me. We'll we'll start it up. Uh, well, good question. Thanks so much for that, uh, Uncle Steve. That was a great side question. Uh, we appreciate you giving us that that question to uh, have some fun with. So, anybody else out there, if you got any more questions for us, please feel free to message us, post on our wall. If you want us to talk about something, we'll be sure to bring it up on a new episode. Um, jumping into some more, I don't know, Halloween type stuff. I'm thinking Halloween songs, like, I don't know if they're classic or if they just come to mind, like what's, what's one of your guys' top or favorite Halloween songs? Not the, I don't know. I'm trying to think, not like a Halloween theme, like the movie themes or anything like that, but an actual, an actual song. 
I think the monster match. It's just a it's just a classic. Is that your final answer? Monster match. <laughs> monster match? Yeah, I would say. Well, yeah, my favorite of not the horror film themes. Yeah, monster match or or Ghostbusters, which I don't even know if Ghostbusters was meant to be like a Halloween song, uh, because the movie surely isn't set during Halloween. I, but it's you know it's just about ghosts, so and it's got a good beat, and you always hear it at Halloween parties. All right, good good pick. We'll allow it. <laughs> Justin, what it's about you? Allowed. So I, it's it's a Halloween. It's uh, the Man Behind the Mask by Alice Cooper, which took starring role in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason Lives is an excellent, fantastic song. It obviously takes you know center stage in that film, which is a horror movie. But it's not a Halloween movie per se, but at the same time, uh, it's and he's back. The man behind the mask. <laughs> and he's out for revenge. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. That's... Uh, we'll have to listen to that on Saturday. Uh, Eric, make a note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write that I down. On, I have it on Write vinyl. Eric, I'll bring it over because I know you have a, a record player. So <laughs> I got one of those Write fancy. Write that down in your copybook now. I got one of those fancy record players. And Jeff, you mentioned mine, but it is Ghostbusters. I would consider it a <laughs> Halloween song. It's uh, back in college. Anybody that's listening that I went to college with, we would always put it on at the bars, like request it from the DJ and like slip him, I don't know, a buck 50 or something because that's all we had. And he would play it, and just only our group would go out and, like, drunkenly dance to Ghostbusters. And it didn't matter what time of year it was, but especially around Halloween. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It just reminds me of Halloween, and I know it's from a movie, but uh, I'm going to cheat and say my, my song is Ghostbusters. There's nothing better than requesting Ghostbusters at a dueling piano bar. Yes. every And especially when people aren't, aren't expecting it. That's the best time to hear Ghostbusters is, like, is that go? Yeah, and just everybody turns it way up. Oh yeah, turn it to eleven. Now I got a little uh, little side quest here Ooh, for, uh, okay. for a little gamer group out there, uh, in you know, uh, tune with the holiday and spooky season. Uh, I know Eric, you've been sharing a couple games on on uh, VR that you wanted to try. Um, have either of you ever actually sat down and played a horror game? Like, I know we talked about, and we've, you know, we played Dead by Daylight, but an actual, like, horror game where you sat down and you're like, I'm actually going to do this, and I'm actually going to play it. And then uh, you realize halfway through, you're like, this is, was a terrible idea. Just an awful idea. Hmm. I, you know... A straight horror game? I don't know if I've ever sat down and played it all the way through. Like, I don't know if you would consider, like, a Left 4 Dead um, a horror game. Like, I do enjoy the kind of co-op, let's try to stay alive and kill zombies. Um, but that's not your classic, like, Silent Hill or Resident Evil. Like, I never really played those games after, I don't know, like, Sega Saturn or something. So, <laughs> recently, I... I had a really great time playing Dead by Daylight, and that felt great, just like the intensity and horror of it. But I haven't really sat down and played like a true horror game, and I would love to get some suggestions from either you, Jeff, uh, Justin, or or some of our fans out there. Well, and speaking of horror games, I on our social media we had uh, uh, a question brought up. Is uh, I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with the game Fallout. Uh, I know we have one listener who absolutely loves Fallout. Um, have either you played it, or Eric, are you familiar with it, or Justin? I'll let Justin go. I know about it. I played it very seldomly. I, I think I played maybe like two hours. I tried to play Fallout 2 and got real bored real quick with it. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well the premise is it's basically... Uh, you know, there was a great war in the U.S. or in the world, and uh, nukes went off, and the whole world is just left in this fallout of, you know, nuclear war. And it's kind of set in this alternate reality where it follows, like, the whole 50s, how the the way, like, the 50s thought the future was going to be, and it kind of that future with, you know, 
Salisbury steak, but you had a robot cooking it for you and things like that. Um, but the, the question is, is, is Fallout like a horror game or is it an action? 5G. Because there are things in there like ghouls, which, you know, got Fallout radiation kind of changed into these horrible looking zombie things. Uh, and there's death claws, and genetic, you know, mutations, and then this this very creepy world. Uh, but, you know, we were kind of discussing is, would you consider even a movie based on this a horror movie or an action movie? I have to say that I feel like if they did release a movie on Fallout, and I'm, I'm very well versed in the mythology behind it, I just did not find myself entranced by the game the way that a Resident Evil or a Silent Hill or even a Clock Tower game um, brought me into the horror aspects and story behind it. But I feel like Hollywood ma would make it into an action movie over a horror movie. Well, I think it depends on the the way the enemies or the bad guys or the AI, uh, what the purpose is of how they're out to get you. Because obviously in all those video games, like they're designed to be out to get you. So is it creepy creeping around bunkers and in in sewers and they pop out and scare you or is it more just like this is your territory and they're coming in to take over and it's hostile and it's more you know well, it's kind of yeah it's kind of both there's the second part and then the first part yeah there is the old you know cool. subway systems and stuff where they pop out and jump at you and then what i think is the creepy part of it there's you know, vaults where people went into before uh, the bombs dropped. And some of the vaults kind of went haywire and some of them became like torture chambers and weird simulations where people are basically living in like a simulated hell that it just keeps repeating itself over and over and over. And these supercomputers are just running it. Um, some of, some of the more of the vaults would happen to those secluded things and some of like the horrible things that happen, I think are would be great. If they made a movie about it, they make it about one vault that went wrong and it kind of just turns into a horror movie that way. With this weird fifties, you know, futuristic background, uh, I think they could make, you know, a pretty decent horror movie or horror show on it if they went that route. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you while also disagreeing with you and dispelling everything that you just said because essentially what you're describing is the hills have eyes, <laughs> which is a fantastic horror movie. But at the same time, the reason why I disagree with you is, is to look what they did with the Resident Evil film franchise. Well, I like the first one. As an action movie, a sci-fi movie, or a horror movie? Yeah, that's that's a hard one. I mean, I was younger, so a lot of it did scare me. I don't know if I saw it now; it would, but I think it depends. I think that it movie. depends on the scene. Like some scenes are clearly action based; others are trying. The to whole be elevator hard. thing at the beginning is. Well, not hell, look cool. at look at a movie like Doom with The Rock. Okay, well that was... <laughs> the BFG. <laughs> I mean, that's a freakishly scary video game but it lends itself to be an action thriller at best and then whatever the hell that well, i think it was Uwe bowl that came up with that movie but I, I think resident evil did a good job of bringing you know kind of both the action and horror into one thing from a video game but i think a lot of those like fallout it's probably all subjective too because like some could consider like the sims 4 as a horror game because they don't let people leave the house and they force them to like, I don't know, eat each other. And I think I don't think there's many people considering the Sims a horror. <laughs> you never know. Anything, anything can be a horror. That's the beauty part of the horror genre. Well, all right. Well, let me tell you this. And I'm going to, that's the beauty part of hot Halloween. Gonna, Anyone can be anything. I'm going to botch this story a little bit, but it's a quick Sim story of what I've read. And you guys might've heard or oh seen this, gosh. but it's, it's basically uh, like, tell me your craziest Sims house setup. And one of them was like straight, straight up. The, I think the guy just typed it out without even thinking about it. He said, my guy, uh, it, it's a family of four. He has the family in the basement and he, they can't get out. There's no stairs. There's no doors. He just drops food through a hole. Uh, and then what he does is he goes to work, but it takes him three hours to run to work. He works for eight hours. And then in order for him to get home, he runs all the way back home from work for that's like, 16 hours so as soon as he gets back home 
it's time to go to work again. And that's his life day in and day out. And he's like, I made it his own personal hell. And everybody on Reddit was like, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> Let's get this guy some help. <laughs> it's like Dwight Schrute. His second life was literally so good. He had to create a third life. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. I love those random things on Reddit. Like you randomly start reading what turns out to be some sort of horror thing. Like I'm pretty sure that guy just posted on, you know, our video games or something. And then it just turned into like, well, that was horrifying. Yeah. Or you never know what you might read. And someone just tells a story and everyone's like, what is that a creepypasta or, or what is that? Well, I think, and, I think you bring up a good point too. It's like, you know, again, being subjective, right? Like everybody's a scared of something. I'm going to take us on another little side quest. Halloween theme, spooky theme is, uh, you know, what are you, what are you most afraid of? Not like depressing stuff, but like phobia stuff. <laughs> You know, like actual, if, if you, if this, you were in this situation, this setting, or you were in a room with snakes or whatever it is, like, what is your, what scares you the most? If anything comes to mind quickly. Oof. Justin, I'm gonna start with you. Cause you're so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, there's, I'm, I'm freakishly afraid of bugs so spiders especially spiders that are bigger than m&ms i am not a fan of and i think like the reason why i love the movie scream so much is because it's the art of the unknown so that you can be in any situation that you feel comfortable in and then all of a sudden a psychopathic killer can appear and I specifically remember one time in high school, I was out with a group of friends and we were at a bowling alley. This is, this is a true story. And we're waiting out front and we're just sort of shooting the breeze. There's probably six or seven of us and a homeless person rolls up with a shopping cart and starts mumbling. Hmm. And I, that was it for me. I just took <laughs> off and ran. Nope. nope. I was like, you guys are all fine. I'm I'm the biggest one of out of everybody here, and fuck you all. I'm done. I'm noping out of here. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, that's that's a good one, Jeff. What about you? What comes to mind? What are you scared of? Tell us. Tell everybody. I mean, the, the, yeah, I mean the first thing. I mean, as much as I love you know the zombie apocalypse movies, just thinking about it or having nightmares about it is a horrifying thought, and something that would be just absolutely terrifying. If the world just kind of shuts down, um, like it has, you know, the well, yeah, and then there's <laughs> step one, step one out there trying to kill you, and you're just living day by day trying to survive. Um, actual real people, and then these other horrifying, you know, dead people. The thought of it is just terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna take it back to like you know a very childish answer um but i you know i have such an imagination that when i'm in just dark places like if they were to shut down all the lights in this basement and it's dark out i i don't like that i don't like dark places i don't like being in the dark too much you don't like I, staring out the back of your yard just down no time. no i don't like that i i you know i think it's just more like justin i think that's the the root is like the fear of the unknown like what's out there something's gonna get me i hear a noise this is it like <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if you guys are ever in bed and you like hear a noise and you're just like well this is it like somebody's in the house they've got a murdering weapon and uh they know exactly where i'm sleeping and they're coming to get me but um i don't know i feel like i am afraid of the dark as an adult in some capacity but luckily i have you know like my cell phone and i have the uh you know strobe light function on it really quick so i can you know, duck past them, throw, really spook throw the throw the glass of water in their face and run past and scream for help. My uh, my younger brother, um, you know, as both of you know, uh, is petrified of being by himself and also in the dark. And he hates coming to my parents' house when no one's here. Uh, we have like a, um, a little tanning bed in the basement. <laughs> and I wasn't I was coming home. And he actually called me and said, are, are you coming home yet? And I was like, why? Well, no reason. And I was like, why? Uh, well, it's just, uh, you know, seeing if I could go down the tanning. <laughs> he needed to wait for me to come home to even go down there. This is a grown man and a lawyer. 
uh, mind you. So we like to uh, kind of play tricks on him when he's here by himself. But he also turns on lights in the house. And I don't know if you do this, Eric, because you don't like the dark. Strategically, so he can see reflections off windows because he said that way he can see the bad people. <laughs> and and I still, to this day, don't know who the bad people are, but um, he's always on the lookout for the bad people. They're coming to get you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just the fear of the unknown. Dark places aren't, you know, it, it, it just, I think, I mean, obviously it heightens all your other senses. Like when you can't see, you can hear a little bit better, maybe smell something that you didn't smell before. I don't know. Like, I feel like. So in, uh, in Bly Manor, the, the, that cellar with all the dolls, you would not be okay down there by yourself? No. And, and I feel like, <laughs> like sometimes when you wake up and there's like a pile of clothes on a chair or like the light hits something just right and you like wake up shit in your pants, like because of something looks like something else or a person. Calm down, poltergeist. Oh my God. Oh, no. The, the clown that moves across the floor. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. It's something like that. That's, that freaks me out. I don't like it. I mean, daytime's fine. I don't know. In the daytime, I'm a-okay. I can well, do I anything. Well, I think in the spirit of Halloween, on Halloween, uh, as we're having this bonfire, we'll send you out into the the little prairie back by you all by yourself and let us know how it goes. Okay. All right. Well, it's been good, folks. Everyone listening, this is probably the last recorded tape of my voice. Uh, <laughs> we love you. We miss you. When, when we'll he comes here. back, he's actually, it's going to be the spirit. Play this, <laughs> play this on loop at my funeral. Just me screaming. <laughs> yeah, just play that flat five second clip from uh, Justin's house uh, from last week where I just scream like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was that was a good little side quest. Thanks for coming on that one with me, guys. And we want to hear from all you for all the stuff we talked about tonight. Just feel free to flood our Facebook page or Instagram. We yeah, want to tag us so we can see your costumes and your yeah whatever you guys are up to. Tag us all. It's such a fun time this year. Uh, and one final side question I have for you. I got a, I got overly excited, so I just had a few. Um, and this one's kind of unique, and I haven't thought about it. I didn't do any research into it. I don't have a good answer, probably. But um, I just thought, like, if you could choose either three characters, fictional, non-fictional, from either movies, TV, oh or video games to go trick-or-treating with, who would they be? And it doesn't have to be three. If you just know one, if one comes to mind, we could just go with one. But like, I don't know, either growing up as a kid or going as an adult, like who would who would you have a fun time trick-or-treating with? Mm. And they could be monsters too, supernatural monsters. I like this question. I'm going to go ahead and take it first. Okay. I'm going to say Chris Redfield from Resident Evil. As a character, right? Because they can be fictional or not. <laughs> Is that not already established? No, just, <laughs> just double checking. Just no, it's not Chris Redfield, the accountant from Spokane, Washington. Oh, well, that sounds, would be that sounds frightening. Probably cool too. <laughs> well, we had a lot to talk about with you. You can save on your Roth IRA if you just put a few extra shekels in your account each month. God, please go away. <laughs> go back not to the Resident Chris Evil. <laughs> Resident Evil. Uh, Holden Caulfield from The Catcher in the Rye, and then Alex DeLarge from A Clockwork Orange. Okay. That would be a badass trick-or-treat setup. The ultra-violence that we could create, the amount of people we would murder, and then Chris would just badass and, like, save our ass, like, every time that, like, somebody was like, what are your kids doing? And he'd just so be part like, of shotgun, your, boom! Part of your fictional trick-or-treating is murder? I burped. Sorry. Yeah. Is that not part of yours? What do you got? Like the Stay Puft Marshmallow or something? It's, yeah. it's you, Spider-Man, and oh, let me guess. Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Oh, we all know. Screw Eric the Candyman. Candy nope. All right, Jeff, what are your three? Do you, did you figure them out? Well, um, you know, in terms of Halloween, I would, or the season, I would bring uh, uh, Celine from Underworld. Because that, you know, Kate Beckinsale. And she would be the character, which I think every guy listening to this podcast would agree. So she would just be great to have around for lots of reasons. And then, of course, uh, I think I'd bring Goku with. Because Goku is just a kid at heart. 
And even though he's basically, you know, a god at this point, he would run around and eat all the candy, literally all of it. Uh, so I think those would be my two. I'm not sure on a third. I don't think about it. I, I have a mixed bag here, so I just thought of a couple as you guys were talking, and um, I, I, I want to mix it up a little bit. The first person I would bring with is Chris Farley, because I feel like I would laugh my ass off the whole time, and he would just like go up to people's houses and do cartwheels and just get all hyped oh, up. He would be Tommy Boy. Yeah, basically, yeah, Tommy him as Tommy Boy. I'll, I'll say that. Him as Tommy Boy. Um, I feel like a, a monster, almost like the Silent Hill, uh, what's it called? Triangle Head. Um, am I botching that? No, not Triangle Head. Is it Triangle Head? Pyra- pyramid. Pyramid Head. Sorry, everybody out there. Yell at me on, on social media about that. Pyramid Head as our scare tactic. And then third is, don't yell at me, guys, but I'm going to do Bumblebee because we can cruise around yeah. in his car and then he, we can all flip out of it in cool style as we roll up to a house, like as we, you know, make tire marks in the driveway and then we can all be hip and cool and everybody will, and we'll get the most candy too. Cause we got trunk space. So those That's are my true. Three. You will have trunk space. So those are my three. So I feel like my group would get the most candy though. I don't know about you guys. I feel like we would definitely get stockpiles. I feel like my group would get the most kills. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, um, my group, I think Goku would just eat everything, so there would be none left. <laughs> but, you know, I could always, and, uh, you know, Celine wouldn't um, be eating any candy since she's a vampire, so. Um, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? She, she be, well, she's not eating any candy. She'd be eating the Milky Way light. Watching, oh, she'll be watching eating the, the actual people giving out the candy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good points, good points. All right, well, everybody, thanks so much. This was a well, great. Well, and on this, uh, yeah, yeah, and the way to end the spookiness, I have an idea, and I think we we've talked about it a couple times a night uh, in reference of Ghostbusters and kind of the official. I know I feel like it's almost the official Halloween song. Um, I want to hear your best, um, you know, Ghostbusters car sound siren. Oh my God! Who, Justin or me? Both of you. How about I, I sing? Think, I think it's all three of us. Wait, wait. How about I? I... All three of us can do it. Why don't I sing the song? Justin, you make the car noise, and Jeff, you do the Slimer. I'm down. All right, I'll start us off on the something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Okay, we do your Slimer noise, and Justin do the do the do. All right. It was horrible. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Happy Halloween. Thanks so much. Have a great Halloween. We'll catch it's you for our first November episode. Have a great time. Get spooky. Get some treats. Don't get a tummy ache. Jeff, um, yeah, don't freak out kids this year. Thank you. Bye-bye.